So, so Rachel, what 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 got you into it? What got you into baking as a as a little kid? Who you, who were your influences? Um. Okay. So I've always, um, because my family likes to cook and bake a lot. So like my grandma, my mom, my aunt, they they're always in the kitchen cooking something or baking something. So when I was a little girl, ever since I was young, they were always like you know call me in and just help out like um. Yeah, just do it with them. So I think from there I started to grow um, my love in baking. Yeah. What was your right. thing? Did you have your your signature when you were a kid when you were younger? Uh, not really. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't that great when I was younger. I think I just like kept doing it um for fun. Yeah. So um, I guess like over the years I started to practice more and um, it got better. I hope. <laughs> what was it? Was it yeah. sweet? sweet stuff then because you know what i used to love is when my mum was making cakes mm. you know to let me just sort of put my finger in the bowl you know in the very big before it was cooked you know and 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 eat that and feel it all kind of lovely in my mouth crunching around Whoa. yeah <laughs> especially like if you're baking cookies then those little scraps are just like pop it in my mouth oh. yeah. yeah so what was what was your sort of um that favorite treat when you were a kid that when your mom or grandma made it was just like, oh my gosh, you know, I'm so happy. Did you have a favorite sort of thing? Oh, there were so many, but I think, um, <laughs> yeah, there were so many, but um, I think like my, um, the one that my grandma was most um, popular, a popular dish, I, I don't know you call it a dish, but um, her kaya. Her homemade kaya. Kaya. Oh, yeah. Wait, you have to explain. We have to explain. <laughs> explain to Gary. Yeah, what is kaya? Okay, um, how do I explain? It's it's sort of a gem, but um, it has coconut, uh, pandan, um, and eggs. Yeah, and eggs inside. So it's sort of I would say a coconut gem. Yeah. I tell you. I tell you explain what. It. <laughs> I tell you what. Let me try and explain it this way. Can you imagine, Gary? Like it's sort of um, you know, dulce de leche. It's like that. Yes. Of, got that dulce de leche sort of taste to it but it's also got sort of like pears if you imagine pear puree mixed in it so there's a sort of strange texture to it although it's smooth and custody we need to send you a can of it you have it on toast with butter oh wow wow that's that's cool i like that. rachel can you send it over to london oh. <laughs> <laughs> i don't know if you're so well the trip oh, no way no way <laughs> Yeah. So when 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 you left school, is that what you wanted to do? Do you think is that what you, you immediately thought? This is this is going to be my future. Yeah, because um, I would say I'm not the type of person who likes to study. Oops, it's <laughs> okay. Um, me neither. None of us. Are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. So honestly, um, after I left high school, I I had no idea what what I wanted to do because you know nothing caught my attention. But I just knew, you know, baking is what I grew up doing. I love to do it. So I thought, hey, why not, you know, pursue that? And I was very lucky because um, my parents were very um, supportive. So they were like, yeah, if that makes you happy, go ahead. So yeah, so I just decided to, um, I, I got a diploma in pastry arts. Yeah, so after that, after I got that the diploma. Dark arts. Then- <laughs> the dark arts. <laughs> <laughs> that's not, you know what, Rachel, that's very unusual in Asian culture that your parents yeah. didn't try to get you into accounting or becoming a doctor. Yeah, yeah they- that's why I was very fortunate. Yeah, my parents are really supportive. <laughs> um, yeah. So, you've, you know, you both worked in, in, in cafes um, and bakeries after that. Like, how did the reality kind of match the expectation? Um, honestly, it was 
quite hard <laughs> because I think um I think uh, you can't really learn from school um what you experience um out there working. Yeah, so um I think especially in in the food industry um it's very very long hours. Um so I think it's something I I really had to adjust to and but I think um if I didn't have that working experience I wouldn't be where I am now. Yeah, because a lot of things that um I'm applying now in my business I learned it when I was working in like those cafes or those bakeries. Yeah. And is that cafe culture really is it popular in Malaysia like I mean here now it's sort of just sort of taken over really. Yeah. I think yeah. you know 10 years ago it didn't exist here in London but now you know everyone's got their flat whites and their and their you know their nice cakes and and they're, they're everywhere and there's more street culture now. Yeah. Yeah, it is it, it's definitely popping up a lot especially now um with the whole um pandemic and all I think a lot of home bakers are also popping up. So yeah, it, it it's a uh, quite a big thing now. All those cafes and stuff like that. So, how did your experience, you know, of all of this combined, lead you to sort of um, venture out onto your own? Um, honestly, I I wasn't planning on starting a business so fast. Um, I actually wanted to go overseas to like maybe um continue my studies or um work. Overseas for a few years. Um, yeah, so it it has always been my dream to go overseas to study, but um, it didn't really happen. Um, it was it was a bit a bit hard to 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 pursue that. So, I think there was um a period of time, probably half a year or a year, that I I wasn't working, so I didn't really know what to do. And I think um, uh, you were working few, because I was working. I was working. Um. Sorry, no, sorry, you weren't working for a period of a year and a half because. Oh yeah, because I was actually going to pursue going overseas. Right, right. You wanted to. Yeah, I, see. I okay. wanted to go overseas, so right. I was like doing my research. I was applying and stuff like that. Um, but that didn't really turn out. Uh, work out because um, it's really expensive going to culinary school. Mm. Yeah, and yeah. especially what more overseas. Mm. Yeah, so um. Um, while I was figuring that out, I had like a few friends and families. They were like, "Hey, you know, can you just like help me make my birthday cake or um for this event or stuff like that?" So I'm like, "Yeah, sure, why not?" So I just started making cakes, and then I don't know, like more and more people just started asking me, "Hey, can you help me with this event or yeah. for this?" Um... Did you did you ever make a terrible mistake and poison one of your family? <laughs> no, no. What? I mean, no. <laughs> Hopefully, I don't <laughs> in the future. <laughs> no, <I'm> maybe. <laughs> yeah. So, how did you start out? Okay, so you started dabbling, and you were making all this stuff. And you know, and at some point, obviously, you thought, "Well, actually, why don't I start a business here?" So, how did you start off in terms of your sort of business operations when you made that decision? Okay. Yeah. So, um, like I said, you know, more and more opportunities came up, um, and I think. Um, with the help of like my friends and family through word of mouth, um, you know my my name started to get out there a bit more. So I thought, hey, um, since you know I I don't have a job at the moment, I doesn't look like I'm going overseas. Let's just try this thing from home, you know. Um, so yeah, so I did everything online. Like basically, my main platform is Instagram. So I just you know just created an Instagram page. What is, like, what, what is it called your instagram page what's um, it called wildflower right dessert <laughs> wildflower 
visit. Well, that, oh my gosh, yeah. you're going to have Gary Kemp go and like your page or whatever oh. people do. <laughs> Bengali. <laughs> That's desserts with an S, right? Wildflower desserts. desserts Otherwise, it'd be yeah. dessert, yeah. like the Sahara. Why Why wildflower, if you don't mind me asking? Um, interest, yeah, it's, it's a long story, but actually, I really struggled with finding a name because I always wanted a name that would mean something. So um, I'm a Christian, so I I wanted something to uh, yeah I wanted something that that I kind of like felt like oh it's my name. So I was praying about it, and I actually came across this um, Bible verse. If you don't mind me just sharing, yeah, uh, it just says you know if God gives such attention to the appearance of wildflowers, most of which are never seen, don't you think He will attend to you and care for you? So that that the word wildflowers, I was like, wow, <laughs> that kind of like really popped up to me. Mm. Then I was like, hey, why not? You know, just use that as my my name. These yeah. these whole these whole wheat and almond biscuits look good. <laughs> Sorry, these whole wheat and almond biscuits look good on your Instagram page. Is that you? Uh, wildflower desserts. Wildflower desserts. Yeah. Guess your biscuits. Oh yeah, <laughs> thank you. Yeah, those biscuits. They look good. They, they, I don't think they would they would fly very easily to London. But no. she'll fax it over to you, no. Gary. <laughs> so actually, the, the the your biscuits though they really do stand out because like you know people are doing cakes, people are doing cupcakes. It's not like you can't find it online. You know, it's mm. become a thing, especially because of the pandemic. But your biscuits, I don't think I've seen them here. Like I've seen them in in London. Um, Clapham High Street has them, but I wouldn't expect them here. And 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 you know you've got the beautiful icing that goes on that. So what was the how was the how were you inspired to to create those biscuits? Um, I think at first because a customer came up to me and said, "Hey, can you do this?" And I had no experience in like decorating cookies. So um, and I liked the idea of how I can create any design on a cookie. It's like the the any design you want, you just you know pipe it out and you create it. So it doesn't really limit me in terms of creativity. Yeah. So um. So I just, you know, started trying out and I got really into it. And I, the more I practiced, the more um, designs I could do. So, yeah. <laughs> is, there a, is there a crossover, do you think, between sort of Western baking and, and Malaysian baking that, that goes on in your style? Um, I'm, in terms of flavors, I'm still sort of um, experimenting because I actually wanted to... Um, include my grandma's kaya into one of my cakes so like or probably like a kaya cake or like a pandan cake sort of like the kind of like malaysian twist to it but uh. um with a more modern um touch to it yeah mm, but actually, that one i'm still kind of like experimenting <laughs> so what, was was your, what was your what was your biggest challenge in all of this do you think what was the hardest thing you had to get over um, I think my biggest challenge was mainly starting a business. Yeah, because I have uh, no background in business whatsoever. Like I said, straight out of high school, I went into pastry arts and we don't really learn um, anything about uh, running a business. Yeah, so I think the whole um, managing my time, my accounts, pretty much doing everything by myself, like the whole running a business thing, it was, uh, it was very tricky for me. But yeah, I'm still you, now trying to. <laughs> are your parents into business, or are, are, do they work a job? Can they can they help? Are they helping? Yeah, you? yeah. So my parents are great help. So my dad also owns his own company. It was passed down from my grandfather, so he does run his own company. So I get a lot of advice from both my parents. Yeah, because yeah. the thing is, though, 
I'm just wondering how it feels for you because you like baking. You got into baking. You went to study baking. Like I, uh, I was I was a, a line cook, right? I actually worked in in kitchens. It's completely different to I love cooking at home, but when it's in a business setting, it's like this like war, isn't it? How's that feel yeah. like for you? Yeah, um, definitely. That's why I think I had to keep. Um, reminding myself, this is my passion. This is what I want to do because it. There's a very fine line between um, doing it uh, because you love it, and you can. It's very easy to get burned out and to just be like, oh, I really hate it, and it's getting a bit too much stuff like. That. So I think I just had to keep keep reminding myself, this is what I chose. This is what I want to do. This is what I love. Yeah. Do you know what? Gary would know this more than anybody about like you may be very passionate and love something, but the actual grind of getting it done and getting it out there can weigh you down. So, Gary, what would you say to someone who's kind of gone into something because they're passionate about it, but then they're hitting that sort of wall of having to get it out, having to get it right before it's gone out? Do you know, I think, you know, you have to remember all the time, remind yourself of what what you loved about it originally. Keep that love in your heart you know what was my purpose and i think it's like it's a bit like you know i write a song and i'm i'm thrilled when someone else comes to me and says that really that really helped me that was really wonderful that really i was a little gift thank you and for you you know looking at people's faces when they remembering that you know they're biting into your biscuit and thinking wow this is great oh this is beautiful this has changed my morning you know um that that rather than just thinking you know of the money and the business and the difficulty of selling just always remind yourself it's about you making something giving love through your work to someone else who maybe you don't even know yeah but rachel the money part is is a bit of a struggle <laughs> during pandemic time is isn't it is how how tough yeah. has it been right now um it has been pretty tough um, especially since uh the whole lockdown period the past few months um, there has been a lot of events that got cancelled, so it was it was quite tough. I'm still a bit struggling trying to get um, more more orders coming in. Mm. Yeah. Well, I tell you what, I for one, it's my mom's birthday right after my birthday, so I'm going to order some biscuits from you. Yeah, because my mom's English, so she's going to love yeah. biscuits, right? So uh, we call them biscuits, not cookies. So I'm going to order a box from you. So that'll be one order from me. <laughs> yeah, that'll be good. Go. We'll talk. We'll talk later. Well, you were looking at the iced biscuits, weren't you? Uh, the ice biscuits. Yeah. yeah. How do you how do you transport your stuff around? Uh, is it only how far? What's your farthest reach you go to? Um, for my biscuits, um, I yeah. I can post them because they're a bit more more sturdy. So the I would say the furthest would probably be Penang. Yeah, all I right. posted all the way to Penang, so I'm in uh, Kiao. Yeah. What, what keeps them? How do you keep them fresh in the box when you send them to people? So, um, so the cookies actually can last quite a while because I heat seal them in um bags. So the heat, um, because it's sealed in the bag, so the freshness will will last for like about five five days. Yeah. So once I post it out, it should arrive within like two to three days. Yeah, shouldn't be a problem. Five days, Gary. It can, it can, it'll reach London. Yeah, we can find courier. It will, but it might have to go into quarantine for 10 days. When it gets- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, so Rachel, uh, I don't know if you know this, but when we have um, guests on for Free Plug Friday, JD is a composer musician, nowhere near as good as Gary, of course, but he is. Hey, not bad, um, man. 
I'm not man. saying you're bad. I'm just, you can't, I can't measure you to an Olympian just because you can run a marathon. It does, there's true. no equation there. Okay, Come on, fine, fine. you know. You know I love you. Yeah. Right. So um so what happens is he composes a song and we 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 make it. Thankfully this time I'm not singing for you to put out on your socials and use however you want. So um JD, would you like to introduce this? All right. So Rachel, I didn't really write the music for this. I just really hawked it off someone, but I did, <laughs> all the words relate to your product. Ready for this? <laughs> all right, here yeah. we go. <laughs> we got a better going. Baking cakes the right way. Yummy treats our venture. And we'll bring desserts your way. That's right. If you're looking for a sweet treat with a difference, then Wildflower Desserts is the thing for you. Cakes, cupcakes, cookies. These are the three C's you want in your system. Log on to our Instagram page, Wildflower Desserts, and have a peek at what goodies you want to get. Then call us at 017-289-5126 to order. Wildflower Desserts, custom cakes and sweet treats. Take a ride on the wild side. It's a bit high for me, man. It's a bit high for me. You're going to have to roll trousers on. To the oh, that sounds really good. And you can use it for all your socials, man. That's your own free plug. And uh, yeah, wow. you were born to be wild. And we hope that, you know, that those cookies, those cakes will actually make it all the way to London and uh, to Penang and everywhere. Asha's going to be ordering some. Um, yep. Gary's moving to Malaysia just so he can actually order your food. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm salivating here. Yeah. So come on, uh, how can people find you and order? So give us your socials and that contact stuff. Yeah, so um, you can find me on Instagram and Facebook um, at Wildflower Desserts or you, um, all my links are on my Instagram page so you can just like WhatsApp me and text me, yeah. Okay, do you have a Facebook Everyone, page? Yeah, Wildflower Desserts as well. Yeah. Everyone's got a link tree nowadays, right? Yeah. <laughs> You're so with it, Gary. I don't I, have a link tree. Do you I have a link tree, JD? No, I don't. But you know, Gary, he's all, he's all about likes on social media these days. These yeah, young pups. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's have a photograph then. Okay, hold on one more. Are you ready? Uh, man, it's a full picture. There's a lot of us in this. No, no, there's a lot of us. Okay, in three, like two, one. Okay, keep your eyes open for as long as you can. Okay, in three, two, one, smile. Let me see. I'm looking I... forward to seeing that on Wildflower Desserts Instagram page. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Thank okay. You so and much. don't forget to tag Gary on when you post the photograph. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I will do. Thank yeah. you so much. Which is the one that you liked again, Gary? You were looking at that. The yeah, oat, the... wholemeal oat. Home, uh, no, whole wheat and almond. Wheat. Newest addition to the menu. Not too sweet with a nice crunchy bite. They make the right addition to your tea time snack. You know what? Forget about our ad. Use yeah. that line right there. You're good to go already, man. Like, there you go. Oh no, Gary, do it in the how how uh, uh, Mr. Cray would do it in a high pitched voice. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> we an almond biscuits. Newest addition to the menu. <laughs> All right, um, oh, Rachel. I uh, hope everything works out, and uh, we're definitely going to be ordering some of your cakes and cookies and everything because that's we just love eating here. And um, thank you. Good luck with everything that you have. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so All much right, for thanks. this opportunity. Thanks, Rachel. Good luck. Okay. Bye. Bye.